And welcome to another episode of Straight Up Missing. My name is Jocelyn. I'm the brunette. We have Katie. She's the redhead. Hello. And we have Carly, the blonde. Hi. Coming at you with another straight up missing person. All right. Today we're talking about Amy Leanne Pugner. Amy, she's 41 years old um, as of June 2010. She had just moved to Washington, Pennsylvania. Um, six months prior from her hometown of Latrobe, Pennsylvania, which was about an hour and a half away. Amy was really close with her three sisters um, and her father, and she also had a teenage son, but she was really excited about the move. Like she just felt like it was like she was turning over a new leaf. She had previously struggled with some um, drug addiction, but she was in recovery at the time. John, her father, um, had power of attorney for Amy. She was currently on disability at the time. Um, She had previously worked as a bartender. Um, but her family also really felt that this move was a good thing, um, thinking that, you know, maybe she had conquered some of her demons that she had previously struggled with. Yeah, get out of that together. environment. Yeah. yeah. She also had been diagnosed with schizophrenia, which was being treated. Like, this is a very weird parallel to our regular episode, and I did not wow. it this way. Yeah, that's crazy, Vinny. She was getting help. She was getting help for it. Um, and she had a new boyfriend named John Martin. Um, who she had met a few months earlier. And he also lived in Washington. On June 8th, though, 2010, Amy had spoken to her sister Beth on the phone while she was painting her new apartment on North Main Street. And the next day, this is a really intriguing, interesting story. The next day, a man using Amy's phone made numerous calls and sent numerous text messages to Beth and to Amy and Beth's father, John, claiming that Amy had stolen something from him that he wanted back. So this unknown man would go on to demand $30,000 from Amy's family as a ransom or would threat or threaten to kill her. So he would continue to make these phone calls on Amy's phone until the battery died, like just constantly. Then he switched to another phone to continue making his demands. Oh my God. This is like a Israel Keys situation. Yes, this is very- Yo, this is like some yeah. Hollywood movie type shit. It is. So some of the text messages included showtime, had to wait till dark, plus you are up to something. We will see how this goes down. Please don't test me. And last time. Okay. Oh. So okay, very cryptic, were, okay. very weird. So they were sending them, but they were being sent from her phone? Yep, from Amy's phone wow. to her sister Beth or to her father. Strange. So during one of the phone calls, Beth asked to speak to Amy for proof that she was alive. And the man apparently agreed, but she really only heard like a mumbling that sounded like someone's mouth had been covered or taped up. So like it could have been anyone, like it could have just been him. You right. Know? So this man who allegedly had Amy told Beth and John to drop the money off at McDonald's in Mount Oliver, Pennsylvania. They couldn't deliver the money. They didn't have $30,000 to just right. give away. So they didn't drop it off and neither the man nor Amy ever contacted them again. The following day, June 10th, Beth and John together drove to Washington to report Amy as missing. It's something with that damn boyfriend. Now, when Amy, when searching Amy's apartment, law enforcement found no evidence of a struggle or a break-in. And they also did not seem to find any clues as to where Amy went or the identity of this mysterious man. 
And on their way back from Latrobe, Beth and John's way back to Latrobe from Washington, from the police department, they got another text. Where are you at? I hope you are ready. Do what you have to do. So the family, they're, they're honest. Like they don't rule out the possibility that the disappearance is a ploy to get drug money from Amy. Okay. Like uh, this is a scheme that Amy could have cooperated in. Her sister, Joanna, or I'm sorry, her sister, Jana had said, um, I do not doubt anything. There's nothing that surprises me. Like, you know, she obviously had struggled with drug addiction before. It's possible. It's possible. Like when they're in the throes of a drug addiction and they really want money, they'll guilt you, they'll manipulate you. they're, They're desperate. So like it is possible, but they did say that while they do say that this, that could have been a scheme that Amy cooperated in. It does not change the fact that they love her and they want to see her again. Absolutely. It doesn't change that. They also do say like, while Amy did have a history of dropping out of sight, whether due to her addiction or in the throes of her diagnosis of schizophrenia or just her life choices, it was never more than a few days at a time. And even during those days, she would still contact her family via like the phone. So she'd still be in touch in some way. Right. And now it's been... 10 years. Exactly. So Amy's family, they do feel her disappearance is very uncharacteristic of her, especially since she has missed her son's high school graduation while she's missing. Oh my God. Like she wouldn't have missed that regardless. Yeah. This is like Carrie Farver. Yes. The new boyfriend, John, he technically has not been named as a suspect or a person of interest by the police, but Amy's family who did meet him, they would like to speak to him again to try to get some more information from him. And they're not actually saying that they suspect him of anything, but they definitely want to chat with him again to get more information. But Amy's father, John, has said, it's on my mind every day. I truthfully think that they enter her life. And the circumstances of her disappearance are considered suspicious. Amy is a white female. She would be 51 years old at the time of this recording. She's five foot two, um, 140 pounds with brown hair and green eyes. We don't know what she was last seen wearing because technically only heard her voice on the phone. So we're not sure. Um, But anyone with any information regarding Amy's whereabouts or the circumstances of her disappearance are encouraged to call the Washington police department at 724-223-1386. We got a lot of Pennsylvania listeners too. Yo, So, you know, please, if anybody knows anything, please, please reach out. Or if, if, if even any part of the story sounds familiar to you, because that's very specific to get cryptic Mm -hmm. messages like that. That's very specific. Oh yeah, it is. Love you. Love Love you, you, little pennies. Listen to Straight Up Evil.